Welcome to The Long and Short of the Week Ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So we're now at the time of the year where this is perhaps the the last podcast really of 2022 for us. And I suppose as is traditional for a season finale, next week is looking like an awfully big week. Lots of action from central banks and the tensions in macro and markets that we've been witnessing all year. So perhaps you can just outline your thoughts as you look into the week ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. It certainly does seem uh, like 2022 is going to go with a bang. Next week, it's a huge week for financial markets and a huge week for the global macro in defining what is the price action into year end and beyond. Now, in the UK, we get a raft of economic data with the October GDP print on Monday. We're expecting a rise for the October month-on-month data of 0.4%, although that still leaves us in negative territory on the three-month and three-month comparison. Uh, The employment report for October on Tuesday, with the unemployment rate expected to tick up uh, to 3.7, but still ultimately very strong. And then the CPI print for November on Wednesday. Analysts expect a slight pullback uh, in the headline print to 10.9% from that 11.1% print that we got in October, with core expected to continue to rise to 6.6%, so not out of the woods yet on inflation in the UK. Against what is undoubtedly a very complex and difficult growth and inflation mix for the Bank of England, who meet Wednesday and Thursday of next week. As the UK economy struggles with the energy shock of Europe, the stimulus-driven demand shock of the US, uh, and the labour supply shock of Brexit. Now, after three-way splits in the voting at the last meeting, it is possible, as MPC members give varied weights to the risks from inflation and growth, that we see an even wider dispersion this time round. The governor's proposition is likely to be 50 basis points, but I wouldn't be surprised at all to see dissents for zero, 25 basis points, and even maybe a 75, again, highlighting how complex the backdrop is. Secondly, we get the ECB on Thursday. Now, the ECB's monetary activism has surprised many this year with back-to-back 75 basis point hikes after an initial 50 basis points. Despite the inflation shock, which in the Eurozone is largely a function of the energy shock, and the rapid monetary tightening. Economic activity has held in pretty well until now. However, as global economic activity begins to slow further in 2023, Eurozone inflation composition remains more resilient uh, in the near term. The ECB are therefore expected to slow the pace of rate hikes to 50 basis points in December, but the forward inflation and growth projections will be key, especially the relative emphasis that they place between growth and inflation risks going into 2023. Markets will try to extrapolate this sentiment to narrowing what is now a considerable analyst spread on expected ECB terminal rates that is currently emerging. Essential viewing for a Thursday afternoon. But the biggest event of the week, enough to keep me at my desk and out of the pub on Wednesday night, despite the fact that it's the World Cup semi-finals, is the December FOMC. Now, following on from Tuesday's CPI print, where a further slowing of inflation can facilitate the change in emphasis away from inflation, as the dominant policy concern towards growth, a lower print will boost arguments that both inflation and rates have peaked, likely cutting the risk premium and undermining the dollar further. Now, as the Fed meet on Wednesday, there is a clear consensus that the policy increment slows down to 50 basis points. 
The key focus of markets will be on the Fed updated dots and economic projections as a function of their views on the balance of risks to the economy, especially given their dual mandate in the US, price stability and full employment. Uh, We discussed the key points further in this week's blog, focusing on what is likely to be the sufficiently restrictive level of terminal rates within the US. Huge week to close the year. A huge week indeed, and I look forward to reading your blog next week to uh, to see how it all develops. In the meantime, of course, we have the weekend. I would ask, obviously, what you have your eye on, perhaps missing out on Wednesday night, you have a chance on the weekend to make up for uh, some of the World Cup football. But perhaps we ought to just touch base on our World Cup portfolio. What are your thoughts? Absolutely, yeah. Thanks again, Matt. Just a, a, a quick note to the cricket. Second test, Pakistan versus England after a stunning victory in Rawalpindi. Uh, England will be looking to secure a series victory in Multan, hopefully with a bit more movement in the wicket. Uh, but as you say, it's all about the World Cup, really. And so currently, the portfolio with the Brazilian equities, equal measures of gilts and oats, some Argentinian bonds in there, and uh, even some Portuguese real estate. However, if you're looking for an alternative, more leveraged portfolio with the adequate risk warnings, then I would be tempted at this stage to go all in 50-50. Brazilian equities and UK gilts. That would be quite a portfolio and quite a World Cup finish. Neil, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us throughout the year and updating us on your thoughts on, on, on the markets. I wish you a very Merry Christmas, hopefully a successful end to the World Cup, and I look forward to catching up next year. Thanks very much, Matt, and the same to you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.